0: Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Let not your heart be troubled. You are listening to the Sean Hannity Radio Show Podcast. All right, happy Friday. We made it so much to get to so, so little time. And yes, we got another accuser. If you think this is an accident, all of these women in a day and another, another day, and the WikiLeaks issue, then you have another thing coming because it is absolutely, positively, by design, and of all things, WikiLeaks proves it. I want you to pay very close attention because what I'm going to tell you, we, I have spent an awful lot of time putting together. And it's important that you understand exactly exactly. What is going on in the country? For example, one of the leaked emails in WikiLeaks shows the Democrats actually plotted to create fake Trump Craigslist ads that go back at least a couple of months that show that Donald Trump is sexist towards women. Now, why would the Democrats create a fake Donald Trump Craigslist ad to make to create an image A perception, in other words, to lie to you, to create a false image of their opponent, to smear and slander the opponent so that an image that he is a sexist. So anyway, the uh, fake Craigslist ad reads, Seeking staff members for multiple positions in a large New York-based corporation known for its real estate investments, fake universities, streaks, blah, 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 steaks and wine, Uh, title, honey, bunch, job requirements, no gaining weight on the job, blah, 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 blah. So they think they're funny. I want you to understand what's going on here. And we're only beginning to touch the surface. This is very complicated, so I really, really need you to follow the bouncing ball with me closely. These revelations that are found in this WikiLeaks daily barrage that we're getting is the reason why CNN and MSNBC can only talk about what Hillary's campaign wants them to talk about. And that's these phony women that come out at the last second, 25 days before an election, to say Donald Trump groped them. I mean, it's so sad that they would even use women this way. You know, I'll give you one example. In an interview with the New York Times... The leading grope accuser, Jessica Leeds, she actually said this, quote, if he had stuck with the upper part of my body, I might not have gotten upset. But when he started his hand up my skirt, that was it. I was out of here. That's what she said. Now, last night she was on CNN, where she revealed that Trump's alleged assault which at least until the end didn't upset her that much, went on for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And when asked by Anderson Cooper, obviously in the tank for Hillary, how long Trump touched her, she said, well, I'd say it was about 15 minutes. And he touched whenever he could find a landing spot. Now, it begs the question, and by the way, I don't want any woman to ever get assaulted. I have a daughter. How credible can this woman be if she's admitting she allowed him to touch her for 15 straight minutes, during which, by the way, she was free to go anytime she wanted, which she eventually did, but only after 15 minutes of touching. And during this quarter hour long attack. This was supposedly taking place on the plane. Where were the flight attendants? This was first class. I fly first class. Flight attendants are always at the ready in first class. You no know, they you know, are pretty much there to, to, to cater to your every whim. They don't disappear for 15 minutes. Not that I've ever known. I mean, maybe a red-eye overnight flight, but that wasn't the case here. And where were miss miss leeds fellow passengers did they all sit there for 15 minutes while donald trump was groping and squeezing and kissing her against her will i think we might have another new york times anti trump sex bombshell unraveling before our eyes now why would i be suspicious cuz the first one unraveled was she yelling was she screaming was she saying stop Don't touch me. No. No. Now, I want you to pay close attention. Because the most damning things that we're finding, which is why they are obsessed, absolutely obsessed with these women, and one by one their credibility is dropping by the wayside, unlike the women that... You know, last night, the biggest revelation, and Kathleen Willey and Paula Jones and Juanita Brodick will be in studio with me coming up in the next hour. None of them were contacted by any major media organization but for the Washington Post. New York Times, Boston Globe, Univision. Let's see, NBC, CNBC, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, and NBC never contacted them. Look at how it's 24-7 attacking Donald Trump. With the last minute attacks that happened to fall in the middle of WikiLeaks, what are they trying to get you to distract? This is what I put together. Obama was the only candidate at a recent event. This is what they did to uh, this is what they did to Barack Obama when they were going up against him according to the WikiLeaks leaks. They said, let's investigate. Senator Obama. he's the only candidate at a recent event not to cover his heart during the national anthem. He stopped wearing an American flag pin. This is Clinton now. This is the ops, dirty ops that they used on him. Michelle, are you paying attention? Michelle, did you watch Juanita, Kathleen, and Paula last night? You're so shocked over Donald Trump, I'm wondering. Obama benefited from a land deal from a contributor who was indicted for corruption. Obama would personally negotiate with the leaders of terrorist nations like Iran and North Korea. By the way... The Clintons did both. Obama voted against allowing people to use handguns to defend themselves against intruders. Obama planned to raise taxes by $180 billion. By the way, Hillary's $1.2 trillion. uh, To pay for his government-run health care plan. Wow. Obama voted repeatedly against emergency funding bills for U.S. troops in Iraq and Afghanistan. Obama's father was a Muslim. Obama grew up... Among Muslims in the world's most populous Islamic country. This is Hillary Op research on Obama in WikiLeaks. Obama is ranked as one of the 10 most liberal members of the Senate because of his support for issues like gay adoption. So let me see. All of a sudden, she's Islamophobic, sexist, and homophobic. Wow. Obama voted against requiring medical care for aborted fetuses who survived the procedure. Obama supports giving driver's licenses to undocumented immigrants. Obama described his former use of cocaine as doing a little blow. So more proof here in WikiLeaks that it was the Clinton campaign pushing that the birther issue and that Obama is a Muslim, not Donald Trump. Stunning. Stunning. No wonder why they're desperate to distract the American public. That's only a small portion of what we've uncovered. We've also learned that what Hillary Clinton tells you, the American people, about her policy positions in public, oh, that's very different from what she says in private. You think Clinton would be ashamed about lying to you with regularity? No, she brags about doing exactly that in a 2013 Wall Street speech. And remember, she said, you say one thing privately, one thing in public. I'll give you some contradictions. Clinton says she wants to increase the number of Syrian refugees coming into America by 550%. But WikiLeaks emails show that in a 2013 speech, she admitted that (laughs) we can't properly vet refugees. And wherever country they enter, they're at risk. That means Hillary is willing to gamble with your life. She's admitting it in her own words. Clinton now claims she wants a no-fly zone in Syria, but when she was being paid 250 grand by Goldman Sachs, he said that wouldn't work. And despite being the so-called champion of climate change, more WikiLeaks emails reveal she was unsure about supporting or opposing the Keystone pipeline. And she praised fracking. So she's just lying to who? Either the, you know, climate change kooks? Who's she lying to? We don't even know. We don't know what a real position is. She pretends she's a fierce critic of Wall Street, but she praises Wall Street while they're paying her two hundred and twenty-five grand a speech. And she actually brags that she supported uh, supported them and supports the idea of them fixing the problem. She said she supported open borders, open hemisphere, open trade. Also in these emails from WikiLeaks, we discover that Team Clinton tried to, get this, use the Benghazi terror attack To distract from her private email server scandal. Oh, really? Who does this? Libby was a different uh, kind. Four dead Americans, and she wants to use their deaths as a political distraction. And then speaking of her email scandal, serious red flags are raised in WikiLeaks. Released earlier today that John Podesta emailed Cheryl Mills, top Clinton aide, and said, Hey, you think we should hold... Emails to and from the president of the United States, that would be President Obama. And that's the heart. We now learn today that he claimed executive of privilege in this Hillary email mess. Well, maybe that explains a lot now. Because Obama said that he didn't know anything about the Clinton private email until he heard it from press reports. So he's now caught up in her lies by lying himself. And it shows the Clinton server scandal may very well reach the highest level of government. President Obama, what did you know and when did you know it? Because obviously you lied. And then maybe you put pressure on your attorney general and your FBI director. Maybe it explains why Bill Clinton met on that airplane for 40 minutes with Loretta Lynch just before they made a decision. And it also proves why the Clinton's IT team needed to use bleach bit. And they didn't, like, clean it with, like, a cloth, like, you know what I mean, like, with a cloth? And to me, it helps prove why the Clinton's IT team deleted tens of thousands of emails. By the way, the fact that we now know that they knew, did they ever turn over the emails with the president? And if they didn't, that's called obstruction of justice. Because they were all subpoenaed. Now, they couldn't bring charges against Clinton or investigate this too much now. I guess we figured out because Obama looks to be directly tied to this. That means he knew about the illegal server that she was using. And simply put, for the president, this would damage, this would be the damage equivalent of Watergate. What did he know about her server and when did he know it? He either heard about it in the press or he knew damn well when he was emailing her. So corrupt. No wonder why. They're going to have to dump a woman a second now. Oh, now we got another woman coming out. Here we go. Gloria Allred's in the mix. Great. Now, WikiLeaks also discovered that the campaign was tipped off by the Department of Justice. What did I talk about this week? Collusion with the media. Collusion with the White House. Collusion with the Department of Justice. Why would the campaign be tipped off by the Department of Justice about the email server scandal? Why would the State Department give the campaign a heads up about when the emails related to the Democratic nominee were going to be released to the public? And the revelations don't stop here. WikiLeaks also uncovered more about the inner workings of the Clinton Foundation, remember Chelsea Clinton, to her credit. She saw that there was corruption and pay-to-play going on with her family's charity And she raised red flags about it, but then she was attacked by her father's longtime aide, Doug Band, as a spoiled brat. Remember, keep in mind, the AP previously had reported that 55% of the non-governmental people who met with Hillary Clinton while she was Secretary of State ended up donating or pledging money to the Clinton Foundation. ABC News also reporting that after the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, $10 billion in relief, 150,000 people dead, And Hillary's State Department made a list of Bill's friends and donors so that those people could get the jobs to to rebuild Haiti and they got preferential treatment. The New York Post editorial board is calling this, quote, the most damning Clinton Foundation story yet. FBI agents see Comey as a dirty cop. There's something with Comey here. They've got something on Comey. Maybe Comey had a girlfriend. Maybe Comey did something he shouldn't have done. Who knows? This is the way they roll. Something's up with Comey. Everyone said he was such an honest guy. Not so. Comey, I'm going to say something, then I'll get back to this, because I have more to get to. This investigation needs to be reopened immediately. We need a grand jury convened immediately. We need some outside investigative force going into all of this. We need to see on a level that we've never seen before. We have quid pro quo. We have pay to play. We have cover-ups, lying. We have collusion between the Clinton people and the Justice Department, the Clinton people and the State Department, the Clinton people and the White House, and the Clinton people with the media. That's just not illegal, that part. That's just corrupt and disgusting. We could use a little of that today. You're,
2: You're a right man! problem is, is that they've been riding this tiger for a long time. They've been feeding their base all kinds of crazy for years. <laughs> Primarily for political expedience. So, if some of these folks on talk radio started talking about how I was the antichrist, well, you know, it's just politics. <laughs> you think I'm joking. <laughs> if somebody is filled up with all kinds of conspiracy theories about how me and Hillary started ISIL or that you know we were plotting to declare martial law and take away everybody's guns and you know we we did a military exercise Pentagon does these periodically in Texas and suddenly all the folks in Texas were all like they're gonna take over right now I'm serious and then the senator down there said, "Yeah, we better look into that." And the governor says, "Well, I, you know, I don't know." What do you mean you don't know? What does that mean? Are are, are really? You think that like the entire Pentagon said, "Oh, really? You know, you want to declare martial law and take over Texas? Let's let's do it under the guise of routine training missions." And everybody's going to be But they took it seriously. This is the, in the swamp of crazy that has been fed over and over and over and over again. And, and look, if I watched Fox News, I wouldn't vote for me. <laughs> I'd say, man, this is terrible. Fortunately, I have a more diverse sources of information. You already know how powerful the Latino vote can be. In 2012, Latinos voted in record numbers. The next day, even Sean Hannity changed his mind and decided immigration reform was a good idea. Think about it. Well, I, there, that's there, there, a hateful no, thing. The, the, Fox News is not there, hateful. There, if you were watching Sean Hannity consistently, he's a you, you would, these guys, they've given me a hard time. With respect to Sean Hannity, I, I didn't know that he had invited me for a beer. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, I, I will take that under advisement. Gen- generally, uh, his opinion of me does not seem to be very high, but, uh, but I'm always good for a beer. How are the uh, wife and kids doing? You know, they're doing great. They, they seem to be thriving watching Nickelodeon. They're not listening to Sean Hannity on uh, Nickelodeon. I'll put Mr. Burgess up against Sean Hannity. He'll tear him up. Is, is, is Sean Hannity suddenly going to get on the airwaves and say, you know, I was wrong about this Obama guy. He's he's my man. No. I mean, I think that there's a certain segment uh, of hardcore Sean Hannity fans that probably wouldn't want to go have a beer with me. There's no doubt about that.
0: I offer to pay for the beer because you like to spread the wealth around. 24 now till the top of the hour. All right, so why is this, is this by accident that the news media, that we, what do we learn about the news media this week? All right, we learned that CNBC and CNN feeds Hillary questions, and the campaign actually feeds Chris Hayes at MSNBC questions, and ABC and CBS and NBC, they're all in the tank for Hillary, and the New York Times and the Boston Globe. It's huge. So why do you think they're all focused on, oh, these women last minute come out against Donald Trump? Because the one thing they don't want to talk about is the fact that they're up to their eyeballs in revelations that show massive collusion between Hillary Clinton and lawbreaking, between Hillary Clinton and the media and her campaign in the media and collusion with Hillary's campaign and the Department of Justice, and Hillary's campaign collusion with the State Department, and collusion with the Obama White House. Now, I am telling you right now that everything we are learning probably would lead to the impeachment if Hillary Clinton was ever elected. If the law was just, she would be impeached if she gets elected. And this is only just some of it. There's a reason that Obama claimed executive privilege in these emails. There's a reason. Is Obama paying attention to all the horrible things they were trying to point out about him? That he's a Muslim. He grew up in a Muslim world. And he did cocaine. And he was corrupt. And he had a corrupt land deal. And he was un-American. And he wouldn't put his hand over his heart. And, oh, this wasn't just Sean Hannity. Remember I said, Linda? I said, boy... When they were running in 2008, for the first time in my career, the Hillary Clinton people were champion Hannity. They loved Sean Hannity. They loved what Sean Hannity was doing. Sean Hannity was breaking new ground every day. They don't like it now. Because now I'm pointing out that she is one person in public, as she says, and another person in private. And we see that on every position. We can't bet refugees, but she's telling us we can't. She's saying privately we can't. No fly zone in Syria. She wants one, but she's saying to people that pay her big money for a speech. Now, that's not going to work. Champion of climate change, but yeah, she actually praised fracking in the Keystone Pipeline. Fierce, critical Wall Street, but praises them every time she speaks to them. She says in paid speeches, she wants open hemisphere, not just open borders, open hemisphere. And open trade. Well, that's going to put enough Americans out to work, so they don't want to cover any of this. You know, and when the email scandal gets too hot, we'll just use four dead Americans that are in Benghazi as a a distraction. That's nothing compared to the corruption here. And it appears Obama knew all about it. No wonder why Obama's talk attacking talk radio again, like he did in every other campaign in his life. You know, I I learned about that from the press reports about Hillary's email server. No, you didn't, because you actually emailed the private email and the email server. You liar. I mean, it's just lying. You're just such a liar. I mean, Michelle Obama, you're upset about Bill Clinton's shenanigans, accusations of rape and groping and grabbing and touching and fondling and squeezing and kissing against the will? Or exposing one's apparently very distinguishable penis before Paula Jones?
3: One of the things, the important aspects of this race is role modeling what good families should look like. And my view is that if you can't run your own house, you certainly can't run the White House. Can't do it.
0: Can't run, your, you can't run your house, you can't run the White House. But it does all now fit together, doesn't it? Doesn't it all fit together? Why Clinton's IT team used bleach bit? Now that Cheryl Mills and John Podesta are talking, well, what do we do with the president? Then his emails to Hillary, well, we'll invoke executive privilege. That's how Obama get out of the mess. Did Obama call Loretta Lynch and say, hey, Loretta, I need this to go away. James Comey, I need this to go away. This goes right up to me. I can't have myself implicated because she did, you know, all of this. And I wrote her emails. It does explain, though, the very suspicious... Very questionable actions of our FBI director, James Comey, and our attorney general, Loretta Lynch. Why did Bill Clinton meet privately with Loretta Lynch on her private plane for 40 minutes? What can you possibly be talking about for 40 minutes? Kids, the weather, nice day outside. You know, but no wonder why the media is focused on Trump. You know, they couldn't bring charges against Clinton or investigate this too much because Obama is tied up in the scandal. And simply put, for Obama, this would be the equivalent of Watergate. What did he know and when did he know it? Because that means that he, too, knew about an unsecure server she was using. That would mean that he, too, lied to the American people saying, I I just learned it from a press report. I knew nothing about this. Well, what did these emails say? And if John Podesta and Cheryl Mills and hillary clinton if they deleted the emails to the potus president of the united states and that would mean that that's obstruction of justice because those were under subpoena so simply put the president for him this could be watergate wikileaks also discovered that the campaign was tipped off by the department of justice that's where collusion is there about the release of the information about hillary's email server we also have the, the Hillary campaign getting a heads up from the State Department about when the emails related to her would be released. Well, they have no right to give that information to her campaign. Department of Justice, the State Department, the White House. WikiLeaks also uncovered more about the inner workings of the Clinton Foundation. I mentioned as we were going to break, Chelsea raised questions about the corruption, the pay to play. Remember what the AP had reported? 55% non-governmental people that met with Hillary Clinton while she was Secretary of State. They were donors. Pledging money. Also, the report that after the earthquake, the Clinton Foundation raises all this money for Haiti, and the State Department and Hillary is making special lists who the donors are that might benefit financially from the money they're raising to rebuild Haiti. Ooh, that's called pay to play. You know, and then you've got the New York Post editorial board calling this the most damning Clinton Foundation story yet. The Clinton Foundation denies it happened, but now we got the emails that show it's true. Then you got the blatant hypocrisy of Hillary Clinton and her campaign. Donald Trump's a racist and a sexist and a xenophobe and xenophobe and referring to supporters of basket of deplorables, irredeemable rednecks like uh, Bill Clinton said. Well, then they released emails showing that her campaign attacked and mocked Catholics and evangelicals and John Podesta talked about fomenting a revolution in the catholic church injecting their progressive values and one email podesto talks about "Ugh, those needy latinos one simple call we can make them go away they're pretty stupid one call make it go away pretty sick stuff pretty racist stuff and there's also the issue of the mainstream media didn't i say in 2008 journalism is dead well back then the press refused to vet obama Now they refuse to vet Hillary. What the WikiLeaks people found about your media is disgusting. John Harwood, CNBC, praising Hillary, bragging about his attack at Trump as a moderator of a debate. New York Times reporter literally telling the Clinton campaign they can edit out what they want. Boston Globe launching an effort to try and boost up Hillary Clinton while she was battling Bernie Sanders. Head of Univision giving the Clinton campaign advice. You got MSNBC anchors taking exact questions when they interview Hillary. The Clinton campaign bragged that every single interview is for her. Donna Brazil working for CNN sharing the exact question with the Clinton campaign before a town hall. You know, all the revelations about Hillary and her campaign feel about you, the American people. They don't like to use the word everyday Americans. They don't like that. By the way... If Oh, Michelle Obama is so upset. Why did she allow all these rappers at the White House during her, during her time as president that used that word all the time that Trump used? Unbelievable. Hillary Clinton poll testing to smear Obama as a Muslim. I wonder if Donald Trump did that. What would happen there? Then you got NBC and timing the release of the Access Hollywood, Billy Bush tape, Donald Trump tape. Then we've got some of the emails. You know, pondering whether or not they can uh, move forward with Obama's cocaine use. Podesta asking Clinton lawyers, you think we should hold emails to and from Obama? Really? That would be against the law, John. You're breaking the law? I hope you have a good lawyer because this ain't going away. Trust me, it is not going away. Your nightmare is just beginning. One other thing, Hillary's campaign—they were scared to death about Bill's Energizer girlfriend. Anyway, uh, two close aides to Hillary privately fretting about Bill Clinton's girlfriend. Saw her picture in the in last week's Inquirer. Cheryl Mills says, probably need to revisit our Whitehaven conversation. And Mills added in the email to Podesta. And uh, anyway, the conversation presumably about Julie Tauber McMahon, who secret service agents gave the nickname energizer to according to ron kessler's book the first family detail and secret service agents revealed the hidden lives of presidents and then the inquirer ran a story about bill's wild sex romps with the mistress in hillary's own bed and podesta responded to mills with only the letter k okay we better deal with bill and bill's sexist stuff he's still up to his old shenanigans Then, of course, we got WikiLeaks revealing that the Clinton camp is posting fake, sexist Trump job ads. In other words, they plotted to create fake ads to create an image with you, to lie about you, lie to you, the American people. It's unbelievable. Anyway, so all this has now got to be sorted out. But the bottom line is, is they're not going to tell you the truth, the media. They're in the tank. All they're going to do from now until Election Day, I think I can pretty much guess, is go over again and again and again whatever the Clinton campaign wants out there. Now, tonight on TV, I'm going to outline all the WikiLeaks issues for you on TV with all the corroborating leaks. It's coming up at 10 Eastern. When we come back, Juanita Broderick, Kathleen William, Paula Jones here in studio
4: this whole generation of people that do not know your stories over the years i've i've had the opportunity to get to know all of you and interview all of you and really i think the more important thing today is considering this is even in the news today Mm -hmm. um with donald trump has the mainstream media been receptive to asking you three about your stories
5: oh definitely
4: not nobody no
6: nobody's Asked.
4: No. <laughs> Nobody has asked. No, the New York no. Times never called you?
6: No. no. Not until
4: no, no. we went into the Trump spin room. Okay, well, and they were there. Is, yeah. In other words, because this is a really important point, because they're all reporting today Donald uh, Donald did this or kissed this person or that mm-hmm. person. You're saying that none of these media outlets contacted you no, in the election no, campaign?
5: Nothing like uh, CNN.
4: To tell your story.
5: Mm-hmm. Or NBC, or ABC, ABC, ABC CBS. or
4: CBS. What, with 26 days to go and they haven't contacted you, does that wreak of politics to you? Absolutely. Oh my goodness, yes. she tell
3: you something. Oh, yeah. If a woman sleeps with your husband, you're not going to necessarily embrace them. Well, um, yeah, you I, think feel a I wonder insult. why she didn't have, <laughs> that's why when he brought up this these allegations, I wonder if she missed The opportunity to address it in a way that the public would understand that that's just not how you behave. The big issue. I I would like to apologize to those tramps that have slept with my husband.
7: (laughs) Maybe she could have said that.
0: All right, there's more of the smearing and slander and besmirching. Uh, How is it Billy Bush is losing his job? Joy Behar keeps hers. Um, One of the most underreported stories. I mean, you see the media hysterical. Oh my God, Donald Trump on an airplane. You know, assaulted me. All five women come out in one day. Seems a little bit suspicious. And the very same time, the WikiLeaks dump is going on, and nobody in the media is paying a lot of attention to it. There is a whole generation out there that has not heard the story of Juanita Broderick, Paula Jones, Kathleen Willie, And we put them on TV last night, and the response was unbelievable. And I thought, while well, they're in New York, I wanted to invite them down to my radio studio. Uh, I feel like I know all of you now very, very well. And, you know, one of the things, when I first interviewed you in particular, Juanita, because I did the second interview you did Lisa Myers first you know people would ask me all the time do you believe her and I'd say oh I believe her yeah, I do. And the, the thing that came back last night to me the most is how believable all three of you are in terms of telling this story. And I'm sure this isn't easy for you to come out again and to talk about something that's so horrible in your life.
5: Oh, that's right, Sean. It is difficult, but it's necessary. We have a lot of voters out there that have no idea what happened to us. They have no idea. The media keeps spinning it as infidelities, like Kathleen so eloquently stated. And it's not. We're talking about... About crimes that bill clinton committed against us and in your ago. case of
0: rape he raped you yes and you tell the whole story in all its brutality because it's a this is a violent act yes, against it, you
5: yes it was and and I had a lady that came in and found me in that condition she was one of my employees and one, my director of nursing
0: and she's corroborated your story as well as four other people you told them at the time exactly and he was the Attorney General of Arkansas so you didn't you felt oh, you had no shot he?
5: Yeah, who, who would I tell? Yeah. He was the the lead lawyer. enforcement. He was the guy you tell. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, and Paula, you know, I, I noticed they because we went a little longer than we should have, so I, we had to edit down our interview last night a little bit. And I noticed one of the things that made your story so truthful and you got an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars settlement. Although I, I don't think you got a lot of that money, if any, right? You no, had lawyers.
6: Very little. I got like one hundred and fifty one thousand. Right. I just split it with all the attorneys, and then I had to pay taxes on that. So yeah, so you that got very little. So so that and, means and you got
0: $10,000 out right. of the deal. The and way it the really wasn't about the us. money. No, I don't. Everybody said
6: I was a gold digger and I was, you know, they said yeah. all kind of things. It was all about the money. It was nothing about the money. It wasn't about an apology that I couldn't get from him.
0: And it was also, you know, think of the things that all of the Clinton surrogates said about you at the time. James Carville comes to mind the most. You drag a dollar through a trailer park.
6: Exactly. I never lived in a trailer park in my life.
0: Well, the idea was to minute to diminish you. Exactly. Slander you. Mm-hmm. But the part of your story that basically proved your case is that, and I'm not going to try and get too graphic here, is that there you saw his private parts because there was something distinguishing about right.
6: it. Right, exactly. And it was Yeah, and I knew that because I haven't seen a whole bunch of that in my lifetime, and I knew that something looked very awkward, right. you know. Compared to what I've seen, oh, very he, little. And
0: what we now have come to believe or identified as Peroni's disease. That's
6: exactly what uh, some experts had said. Yes. Right, which mm-hmm. is that
0: apparently it's not. It's it's, it's bent. Thank you. Oh. It's <laughs> thank
6: you. Bent. Thank bent you to for, the bent th- to the left. Nonetheless, oh to the yeah. left, to the left, it was, it
0: was. <laughs> but I mean, and, h- how you would notice you notice that? <laughs> how would you possibly know that if, if you didn't, didn't see, it. see it
6: exactly? Or I'm just making it up? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, no, you no, no. So that wouldn't have uh, that wouldn't have worked out. Mm-mm. And it was also interesting because a lot of you saw what had happened to Jennifer Flowers, and remember when the Star Report came out, Clinton had finally owned up to having an affair with Jennifer Flowers, and Hillary. And Bill had gone on sixty minutes. Remember, said back no, yeah, and they all denied it. Right, and he, but he said one time, one time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not sure. I believe that. And Kathleen, your story is is horrendous too. I mean, and by the way, I'm not diminishing Paula. He tried to grab you,
6: but I got out of there. You got out of there. Yes, I'm thankful for that.
0: What kind of man takes his pants off in front of a A stranger?
6: Sexual predator. A predator. Absolutely.
0: That is so bizarre.
6: A stranger didn't ever never seen me before, never met me before until that
0: day. You know, I I cannot understand that mentality. I can't either. I just can. It it is so bizarre. I told the story the other day, and the media tried to pick up on this. said when i was young and i I'd, I'd ask a girl if i could kiss her goodnight or whatever and she said no i am so sorry i'm so sorry I, you know you know the idea that they could be this sick and twisted is mm-hmm. goes such against the my grain. i just uh-huh. i don't understand it and, and in your case kathleen you're in the oval office he's groping grabbing touching fondling kissing and you don't how do you get out of there you're in the oval office who do you call
7: who do you call do you scream? Do you uh, do you holler? Do you slap him? Do you hit him? You know? Do you kick him? Do you name him? I mean, what 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 do you do? And and the whole and my mind is racing, and I'm thinking to myself, now what what in the world is he doing? What is he doing? And and um, it, there was a knock on the door. We were in the in the back behind the the Oval Office, as it turned out, it was the little private study where he used to meet Monica, and that's where he said that we needed more privacy, which I thought was of at the time, I thought, well, what's more private than the Oval Office. But anyway, he said, but I didn't think anything of it. He was our friend, and anyway, um, um, his aide Andrew Friendly banged on the door to remind him that he had a meeting because they had fit me in, and um, and and I and I thought to myself, here's here's my moment, and it didn't distract him in the slightest, not in the slightest, and you know, he kept on. And then a few minutes later, Andrew knocked on the door again, and, and that was when I got out of there. I just got out of there, and I and I ran as fast as I could to that door into the Oval Office, and I had to cross the cross the entire Oval Office to the other door. And I remember thinking to myself, with, we had all heard his reputation. I thought, who am I going to be looking at when I open the door on the other side? And, um... And there was Lloyd Benson, Leon Panetta, and I think Laura Tyson. And I was, you know, before I before I opened the door, I was trying to get my hair straight and my clothes straight, and, and you know, because I thought I, the first thing I thought was I don't I I don't want them thinking that about me. And uh, I I just ran past them as fast as I could.
0: You know, uh, the thing that really stood out last night to me was, I asked you in this election season, because they're, they're running with, in the middle of the WikiLeaks dump, five women in a day come out that, and by the way, none of their allegations are anything like yours. Let's put, put that aside first. But the, 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 come out in a day, I would argue to distract. We've also learned a lot from WikiLeaks too, but what shocked me, and Juanita, I'll ask you this, is that the media never contacted any of you The mainstream media never contacted any of you during this entire election cycle. They've made now two runs at the New York Times against Donald Trump. Um, So what we've learned from WikiLeaks is the media is so biased and you're experiencing. They never contacted you.
5: No, I, I was contacted by the Washington Post. Okay. But that's the only one.
0: The only one. In ABC, no. No. Anybody hear anything? This
6: Washington Post, they came all the way to Arkansas, came up to my, my house without. Well, give, cre-
0: give them credit. But we
6: didn't talk to him. My husband said, I don't blame you. told him, no, we're not talking. We're not talking
0: to I you. don't. But, and then you had, all right, so ABC, CBS, NBC, no. No. No, no, no contact. Absolutely not. No, no, no. request for an interview. No. And CNN and MSNBC, no. CNBC, no. 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 I
6: can't wait to get these others out about Donald
0: Trump. Well, that's the thing. I mean, CNN totally. has not, I think, spent hours and hours, oh, you know, on this whole thing about Trump. What do you conclude when you put that together with WikiLeaks and... All of these campaigns in the tank for Hillary. I mean,
6: trying to smother that out. They don't want that out there. They don't. They don't want to. No. no, they
5: don't. They don't. They don't want to hear from us. You know, and that's very evident. Well, they
6: don't want the WikiLeaks stuff out there as well. So they're trying to, you know. Distract. Well, the t- exactly towards towards what they say these women have said about Donald Trump. Well, what difference? Okay, it, if they if they believe their story, why do they not believe ours? You tell me that is insane. That is so hypocritical. How can and uh, did you hear what Obama? I mean, not Obama, but Michelle said. Yes, I mean, I heard she about, was almost like in tears about these women that have no corroborating yeah. evidence, and, and we do, but we're we're never talked about. She don't believe us. She right. don't want to mention us. How hypocritical is that
0: and this is not just about bill all of you say hillary knew
6: yes oh uh, yes definitely she had to yes. have yeah she's been married to him for how many years yes How could you not know your spouse and know what he's out there running around doing
0: <laughs> well they were involved she was up to her eyeballs in these bimbo eruptions as yeah. they called them and george stephanopoulos who said abc ironically right
6: right she's yeah you
0: know? and she personally threatened you
5: oh yes yeah about three weeks after the um, the rape took place Uh, And I think I told you this last night that I did not go to the fundraiser. I went there very early to give them information that I had as a volunteer from the campaign. To
0: to finish your business with
5: them. Yeah, and say, I'm through. My business Mm -hmm. is taking too much of my time. And then when she comes up to me, she comes in. They come in much earlier than we expected Yeah. And before I could get out the front door and comes over to me, which I've told you time and time again about, and was just so sweet and so nice and had this. Huge smile on her face and tells me, Thank you for everything that you're doing for Bill's campaign.
0: How do you think she knew about it? Do you ever think about that? I don't oh, know. yeah.
5: My, my driver, the driver that drew, drove them from the airport, came over to me just before she did and said that the topic of the conversation all the way from the airport was about me. So, why would it be about, why would they be talking about me mm-hmm. had he not discussed me with her? And he had to be scared I didn't to know death. her. I didn't know her from
0: Adam. As, as much of a sociopath and psychopath as he is. Right. He- but, Sean,
5: the, the big thing is, after she said all her niceties, is yeah. when she pulls me over to her, and her her smile goes into a frown, her voice is very angry. And that's when I told you that she said... Do you understand everything you do?
0: Kathleen, we only have about two minutes left. You told us a story last night, and it, I wasn't sure if you wanted it aired. Uh, I'll give you the time to tell that story, but in your own words, because this impacted your life in a big way.
7: It did, and it's, uh, it's the only time that, that I've told the story. My children were threatened two days before my deposition in Paula Jones' case, and um, the, the person who threatened them, the stranger who confronted me, um, knew their names, knew their addresses, they lived out of town, and they basically said, You're just not getting the message, are you and then um and i I've, I've not told this story before. When I was eighteen years old, I um got in trouble with my high school boyfriend, and I got pregnant, and I went up away to a home for unwed mothers run by nuns, you know, abortion was not an option.
0: You gave your child up for adoption. I gave
7: my child up for adoption. By the way,
0: what a loving act. I think that's a loving act.
7: Well, it was was the saddest day of my life. Back then, you couldn't even hold him. I was not even allowed to hold him. And and I swore that day, that last day I saw him, that someday I would find him. And I did find him about 30 years later. Four months after I found him is when my name came out in the press two days before my deposition this hired goon of hillary's knew his name knew his wife's name and threatened him news his little knew his little girl's names and threatened their lives
0: and as a result you don't see him anymore
7: i i, I had to tell him i did i didn't tell him until the morning of this my 60 minutes interview i did not tell my children either i, was t- I didn't want to terrify i didn't know what to do i'd i didn't know what to do and um and I called him that morning, and I said, "This is why I'm doing 60 Minutes." I never talked about it on 60 Minutes, but I did tell Don Jewett, and I did tell Ed Bradley what had happened. And I said, "I don't want to talk about this, but this is the main reason that I'm doing this." And and the really the really sad thing about this whole thing is that, um, is that I I have not I've never heard from him again. Oh, man. And I don't, you know, Sean, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. If
0: there's anything we could ever do to help facilitate that, we'd love to help you.
7: Well, I just think he's afraid. I don't blame him. Yeah.
0: I understand that. Listen, I've gotten to know all of you. Um, You're all amazingly brave women in your own respects. And more importantly, uh, uh, I'm so sorry for all that you've had to go through. And the names you've been called as a result of telling your story. And we're
6: still being called those names. Horrible names on Twitter. I know. Horrible names. Don't read Twitter. Me.
0: That's my advice. Honestly, just stay off it. But it,
6: it's sometimes the best way to get some things out, you know, because people I know. retweet and retweet. And, I mean, well, you can tweet
0: message. and then just don't read what other people say because you got well, I these. Try not to. You got these keyboard warriors in their underwear mm-hmm. that are psychos. Yeah. Yeah. One well, inter- we
5: appreciate that, Sean. No, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. But we appreciate you. When I interviewed comments. you at the
0: time, I I think it was the hardest interview I'd ever done. I'd never interviewed a woman that had been raped before. I remember I, I
7: remember that interview. I yeah.
0: remember internally I was sh- I, I wasn't shaking. I don't get nervous. But I remember like biting the inside of my cheek cuz I was like I just didn't know. I just it was yeah. very hard to hear. Does right. that make sense? Oh, yes yeah. it does. I mean just hearing it not, I, I mean I can't yeah. imagine living it. Yeah, it's so.
5: difficult for me to even talk about it without crying. I Still, understand. Still, after 38 I years. I think we
7: all, I cry when I, every time I hear her tell it. Yeah. I can't.
0: It's sad. Time. I hope yeah. that uh, the world hears you. You're all very brave. Thank you all for being with us. God bless you all, Thank and you. Uh, appreciate it. And I, if we could ever help Kathleen, let us know. When we get here on Monday, it is three weeks and a day. America decides. What are you going to decide? I wish I had more than one vote, but I only have one vote. All right, let's get to our busy, busy telephones here. As we say hi to Tim in Lynchburg, Virginia, the home of Liberty University. What's up, Tim? How are you? And we're glad you called, sir. Hey, Sean.
8: Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Thank you for being here.
9: Yeah, I just had a quick question. WikiLeaks has shown us finally, once and for all, that the media is completely corrupt and biased. Yes, sir. For example, Hillary being emailed debate questions. People like myself are obviously angry about it. My question is, what do we do now after the election? Now that we know the game's completely
0: rigged. Uh, look, I, uh, here's my main focus. Look, I have a lot of unfinished business for this election, and I have to make decisions every day. And, you know, the, the decision I made at the start of the program today was to lay out all of the evil, all of the lies, all of the duplicity, all of the corruption, all of the phoniness, all the bias as it relates to the WikiLeaks dump. Now, I have some other unfinished business. I've got, I got some unfinished business with the Republican Party and Paul Ryan mm-hmm. and some of these elitists at NRO and the Wall Street Journal. But, you know, I've got to prioritize the little time we have left before the election and do everything I can do to get information out there so people can make the best decision possible. And so I'm focusing sure. more on those things. Okay. Rather than. This unfinished business, but I think you're right. Oh, we, there there's going to be a couple of uh, battles and wars to be fought here, and one of my battles mm-hmm. and wars is going to be with this corrupt media, and I'm telling, and another one is going to be against, you know, all of these snotty, snooty, elitist, arrogant Republicans that have done everything they could do to sabotage Trump. But my hope is I'd rather be able to do it from a position that all right, Donald Trump's the president elect. And I know that the media is trying to deflate any thought in your mind that this is a possibility of happening. It can happen. I'm not saying if you look at the polls, Trump's losing. But I don't know if the polls right now are accurately reflecting the full magnitude of WikiLeaks, the full magnitude of the second debate, the magnitude of this unparalleled timed uh, attack against Donald Trump with these women all on the same day, right in the middle of the WikiLeaks dump. You know, it's I, I just I don't think we can judge any of this at this point. So I am acting as though Trump is behind, and you got to fight for every vote. That's how I am acting. All right. Anyway, have they said his campaign is over? They, they're saying it now. They said it. Yeah, because times. they wanna they want to deflate you. They exactly. want they want to deflate. You know, people. Uh, what's the point? Well, what's the point? That's what they're hoping to create. I am saying what is truth. Until you, the people, decide, this election is not over. And I, we have learned that there is corruption at a level that... that, Look, I've tried to tell people for years that journalism is dead. I've tried to tell you the media is biased. Now we have all the evidence to prove it. And when this is all said and done, I've got some scores to settle here. Because the very people that have been out there attacking me for being honest, that I'm a conservative commentator... And trying to get me fired from my job at the Fox News Channel are the very people that are more guilty of any of this. And we're going to name names and identify who they are and what organizations you can never trust. I promise you. And we'll also, as far as I'm concerned, as far as Republicans go, I've had it with them, too. Anyway, thank you. Appreciate it. Albany, New York, WGY. Mike is standing by. Mike, hi, how are you? And uh, glad you called.
8: Yes, sir. Thank a longtime fan, first time caller. Yes, sir. And you've nailed it on the head. You've nailed it on the head. This cor- this election is so corrupt. It's good versus evil, and that's what it
0: boils down to. Now there's a lot this of e- there's a, a lot well of lying, a out. lot of evil. And, this is like a banana republic. What I'm what I'm reading every day, it's like a banana republic, and they treat the American people like sheep, and they feel no compunctions at all about manipulating you and lying to you. Oh my gosh! It's it's. Uh, just
8: I mean I can tell a personal experience with the IRS. I've been over two years of, of just stupidity. The mistakes they make and you just they they the inability of them to be reasonable and logical and my accountant is beating head against a wall trying to show them their mistakes and they're just so obtuse and ignorant.
0: You know, we have a an advertiser, Optima Tax Group, and they have a toll free telephone number. If you want it it's eight 800- hundred Tax three one eight one.
8: Actually, you know the beauty of it is I have the tax advocate working on my side mm. and the uh, IRS tax tax advocate, and they are even uh, livid with the treatment they're receiving from the IRS. They've been lied to. They've been uh, buffaloed. Um, it's just and and they're working for me. And they've had enough. Listen, so I have someone working on my side because the advocate has, was at least reasonable enough to look at the case. My 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 accountant looked said, "Listen, here it's all right here."
0: My yes, advice you know, is call Optima Tax. I'm telling you these guys are amazing and they have connections and you know they have a toll-free telephone number if you want it. It's 800 Tax 3181. 800 Tax 3181. Okay? Give them a call.
8: But, but I tell I tell everybody about this election. You learned everything you need to know about this election with everything that's been put out there in front of you. You learned it all in kindergarten. The ABCs. Anybody but Clinton. Um, it's it's that basic. She's corrupt, she's evil. She's and they've they've proven that they'll stoop to no there's they have no depth. I mean, it's just they'll stoop to any level to get what they want, to prove their point.
0: I agree with that totally. They'll stoop to no level. There's corruption that is exposed at a level we've never seen before. Got a lot of unfinished business, but I'm trying to lay it out, and I'm gonna do this tonight on Hannity. I'm going to lay out Everything you need to know about WikiLeaks, as I tried to do in this program today. Ann in Jacksonville, WOKV. What's up, Ann? How are you? Glad you call.
3: Hi, Sean. First time caller, long time listener.
0: Well, thank so you for nice calling. What's going on?
3: You? Well, I just I just wanted to call and tell you that I think the the information about the polls is totally wrong. I here in Florida, my husband is retired Navy. He lives um, in Jacksonville, and I just everybody I talk to—I mean, almost everyone I know—is a Trump supporter. And if they're not, they're a closet Trump supporter. People are afraid to put bumper stickers on their car. They're afraid to put signs in their yard. I mean, I deal with it at work. I hear people whispering, "You know, are you are you voting for Trump?" And they're just—I mean, they're—it's time that we need to speak up. I am so sick and tired. Of hearing all the lies with Hillary Clinton and the the media, it's just I'm 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 done. I we need, we need
0: you to be. Look, our I, I can only tell you what the polls say, and the polls say that Trump's behind. But I also see mitigating factors that I don't think the polls are capturing yet, and uh, I, I definitely see an enthusiasm out there that Trump has that Hillary does not have. I'm factoring that in. I'm I'm factoring in that the polls have been pretty abusively biased. I'm factoring in WikiLeaks. I'm factoring in the false allegations against Trump. I'm factoring in uh, the debate performance, and I just don't think we have an act- accurate picture yet. I don't think it's really going to emerge until about a week before the election, and I think we'll get a better idea of where we actually are.
3: Well, I hope I I I, I just I I just have a feeling that it's going to be um better than we we're,
0: we're all. Listen, it's on. kind I'm of scary, isn't it? Our country hangs in the balance. It, Hillary it does, is one it. of the most corrupt and dishonest people ever to seek the presidency. And I mean, uh, you know, we don't know she have, she now according to polls has a, a better chance of winning. I mean, I'm reading stuff today. Well, it's Trump has a 9% chance of winning. She has a 91% chance of winning. You know, I, I I have to tell you the truth of what the news says, but we know the news is corrupt, and you have to factor that in, too. So my, here's, my, here's my advice to all of you out there, because I'm getting a lot of feedback and a lot of people concerned. You just have to act like you're behind in a battle you can win. And if you treat it that way and don't let the media impact you psychologically and you fight to the last second and you do your job and you get out to vote and you get your friends out to vote and you help old people get out to vote, you know, then you can look in the mirror and say you've done your very level best not to help the single most dishonest corrupt individual become president. John in Houston, Texas. Thank you, Ann. John uh, on KTRH, how are you, sir?
9: I'm great. Uh, I just wanted to bring up a couple of things about this story about the, the, the woman was talking about. First of all, if they were in first class, I haven't ever been on a first-class flight that was not full. On a flight that had first class that was not full. I'm a retired captain for for an airline. And, yeah, because um,
0: what they do is they usually take people that are frequent flyers that are in coach, and they bring them up front. That's happened to me. Absolutely.
9: they're. I don't know whether you fly commercial anymore, but the first class I do. is always full.
0: Yeah, no. I, and by the way, when I flew to Israel last time, I flew first class. When I fly out west, I fly first class when I can. It's yeah. actually in my contract that I get that. Isn't that nice?
9: That, that's great. Uh, additionally, the, especially the brand of flight attendants, flight attendants in first class are very attentive because for, they know that first class pays for the airplane and um, they would have been there with food or drinks or whatever. Somebody would have seen something.
0: Listen, the, the, the difference is the seat's bigger. That's the biggest thing for me. That's and true. if you're, if well, you're on a longer flight, it, you can lay down and sleep, which I like too. Okay, it's the other thing I need is a little privacy. There are some people that might be on the flight that hate my guts. So i got to protect myself a little bit so I don't have to end up defending myself, which I can do, but I don't want to have to do. So that's why I do it. But you're right. I've never seen first class not filled because if it's empty and what they haven't sold out first class, they always invite people from coach up to first class. And it happened to me in my life before. So I know that it does happen. Anyway, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Teresa, Spring, Texas. Teresa, how are you? Glad you called.
10: I'm fine, Sean. How are you today? I'm good. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I'm so thankful for your program. I was calling because a couple days ago i called the republican national committee never ever did that but i was so upset that some of the republican leaders would rather um would leave trump over an 11 year old video and leave the supreme court to a corrupt individual i've never seen someone so corrupt in my life as hillary clinton so to me an 11 year old video and this goes out to all the people all the voters who are possibly leaving him or um, giving him slack over an 11-year-old video, this is an important election. <laughs> the Supreme Court and the national security of our country matter. So I had to call them and I had to say I am not happy. I, I cannot believe my party. I don't know who my party is anymore. If you're going to back, um, you know, some not back Trump over an 11-year-old video, but I want people to think about this. Um, It doesn't matter who got the nominee. If they would have bashed, they would have um, humbled any person out there that was the Republican nominee. And But I am so thankful that Trump, I wasn't his supporter. It didn't matter to me, actually, who got the nominee. I was going to back anybody. I leaned more toward Cruz and Carson. But... It didn't matter, but I realize I'm glad that Trump got it, because he's the only one out of all these candidates that I feel could have really fought, and he's fighting. He's fighting this outrageous media that is so corrupt, along with Hillary Clinton. In order to win the Republican seat again, we need someone as strong as him, and I just hope that people realize that. Write down on a piece of paper all the things that Trump is for you You'll find not just one, not just two, but you'll find many things, many reasons you should vote. Even the 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 Democrats, what do you want? Um people coming from other countries and blowing us up. That's what's gonna happen with Hillary. So I just thank you for taking my call. I did also another issue was that my husband last night he saw that um in Florida there was um an exposed voter registration issue where ballots and um, the voter registration for republicans were being ripped up in florida so that is another thing i'm concerned about i'm worried that i think that trump could get enough people to vote for him he could become a president but what i'm worried about because of so much corruptness in hillary and the media she's got so many avenues that the voter registration is also going to be corrupt this year what do you think about that I i mean
0: i think the evidence is already emerging I don't have any doubt. I mean, I have an article in my pack today about, you know, all of these dead people that are still registered to vote. And uh, they show up. It's amazing how dead people can jump out of the grave and show up. Uh, it's all scary. The whole thing is uh, um, I have we've got a lot of unfinished business after this election. If I waste my time now battling the Republicans, although we're going to hit it with Jim Bridenstine at the top of the next hour. If I spend all my time exposing the media, then I'm not focused on my focus is not where it should be
11: we need all republicans to be united that's that's my objective here we we have so much at stake in this election as republicans that now is not the time to to be fighting amongst each other now is not the time to be backing away from our nominee we have very serious things at stake for but, example but let me ask you before Supreme you go there to be States. clear
1: your tweet said the words i'm not for ryan if Ryan isn't for Trump. Does that not mean that you don't support the House Speaker of your own party?
11: Well you you have to read the entire tweet. It says um, given the stakes of this election if Paul Ryan is not for Donald Trump then I'm not for Paul Ryan. It's an if-then statement. So Uh, you're saying you're
1: are you giving Paul Ryan effectively a chance to come around and support Donald Trump? Is that what you're saying? Uh,
11: Absolutely. I am encouraging the Speaker of the House and all Republicans to stay on board for three and a half weeks that's all we're talking about here. Three and a half weeks. The balance of the Supreme Court hangs on this election.
0: All right, that's Congressman Jim Bridenstine with us. Well, either, you know, Ryan's going to be with Trump or not. So what's the answer? Anyway, he joins us now. How are you, sir? Glad you uh, called.
11: Well, thank you, Sean. It's always good to be with you.
0: Uh, explain in more detail. I don't, want, I don't want to put words in your mouth like whoever was interviewing was. but
11: Yeah, so, yeah, so this is really simple. This election, that, you know, there are people out there who are "quote unquote" never Trumpers. We're talking about Republicans. This election is not about Donald Trump, and this is the case that I made. I worked really hard to get Ted Cruz elected in the state of Oklahoma. In fact, I traveled the country supporting Ted Cruz for president of the United States. I did everything I could to help a different Republican in the primary. When it was over, it took me a long time. To come around to Donald Trump, but I'll tell you what. What finally did it for me, when I saw two dozen Republicans, uh, right at the time when it was most important to stay together, two dozen Republicans fled. They, they, it was like they got scared and they ran away. And what's at stake here is much bigger than whether or not you you like Donald Trump. What's at stake here is our very country. It's it's the Supreme Court of the United States. It's the southern border of the United States. What is on the ballot in November is Obamacare. Uh, I will tell you, Donald Trump is not the guy I supported in the primary, but he is exceptionally unique in this race. There is not a single other Republican nominee who could do what Donald Trump has already done, and that is bring into the campaign Bill Clinton and and his wife, Hillary Clinton, who silenced and shamed the victims of sexual assault. You have to remember Hillary Clinton in the face of Paula Jones and Juanita Broderick and and, and all the others, Monica Lewinsky, she, she said they were part of this, quote, vast right-wing conspiracy, and we're going to investigate these women, and they're going to have a lot to answer for. Her goal was to silence and shame the victims of her husband. Donald Trump has now brought that into this campaign, and there's not a single other Republican nominee that could have done that. That's why this election is unique, and it's important that Donald Trump uh, continue to make a case of this. And, of course, I saw your show last night giving these women their day, which uh, has been a long time coming. And I appreciate you doing that,
0: Sean. Listen, Congressman, I appreciate it. Um, In spite of what other people thought, I stayed out of the primaries, and what I said in, in, at CPAC in uh, March of 2015 is I said, I'm going to give as much airtime to all the candidates as I can. Right. And I'm going to let the people decide. And then when I went back to CPAC this year, I said, I'm going to continue to give as much airtime and whoever you pick, I'm going to support. And yeah. some people didn't like some coverage or this, but I, I, it didn't matter to me whoever won. Right. I was going to support. And I respect you. And if it was Ted Cruz, I'd be all over Ted Cruz today. And I'd yeah. be his biggest champion. If it was you Marco, better. I would have been his biggest champion. If it was Kasich, yeah, I would have been his biggest champion. Um, I am disgusted, and, and I have some unfinished business after this election. I don't have the time right now, Congressman, because we got to really focus. This WikiLeaks stuff is so nauseating. It is such a level of absolute corruptness and and propaganda and lies and misinformation i mean this is the dark arts of political campaigning in terms of how the clintons operate so i'm going to focus on that but after the election i'm going to spend an awful lot of time on this program focused on all of these pathetic republicans that have been weak and ineffective and can't see what you just articulated this and, is... and
11: when you when, you have to remember what created Donald Trump to begin with, Republicans forever have been campaigning on, you know, getting rid of Obamacare, and yet we've had the House and we've had the Senate, and we haven't done what was necessary because Republicans are afraid of this or afraid of that. We, we've had the we, we've had um, the opportunity to defund Syrian refugee resettlement when the. When the uh, CIA or in the FBI, CIA is saying they're going to infiltrate the United States using that program. FBI is saying that we can't uh, properly vet these people, and yet Republicans fund uh, these programs. When you talk about the illegal executive action for amnesty, Congress, according to the Constitution, Congress has the authority to create an uniform rule of naturalization which means when the president issues an executive order that is a violation of the constitution we being sworn to defend the constitution must defund his executive order whether it's all the epa rules and regulations all of these things republicans campaign on and then we win the biggest majorities that we've had in the house since the nineteen twenties we flipped ten senators in the senate and then we we don't deliver and republicans got fed up and they said you know what we're going a different direction and as you correctly identified, the Republican electorate picked Donald Trump because Republicans have been so weak for so long. And now in the face of this, these same Republicans are, are, that, that gave us Donald Trump are the ones that are abandoning the nominee of the party. And I want to be clear, and I think you just nailed it. When this election is over, if Donald Trump doesn't win, if they think this is over, they're incorrect. It is just beginning. If if there are people out there, and this, I hear, I've heard a number, there's two dozen lawmakers now on my side of the aisle that have either said we're not endorsing, or some have even called for Donald Trump to resign. There is no path at this point, after 500,000 or a million Americans have already voted, there is no path for Donald Trump to quit. Uh, all they're saying by saying that Donald Trump needs to quit, all they're saying is that Hillary Clinton needs to be our president. That's that's all they could possibly be saying when they suggest
0: Can that. you believe the collusion, though, that exists yeah. between the Hillary camp and the media, the collusion that exists with the Hillary camp and the Justice Department? Can you believe the Hillary collusion with the White House? You know, today's disclosure uh, on every point.
11: And, and how hostile the Clintons are to... To Catholics and how hostile the Clintons are to evangelical Christians. Uh, this this is something we have not seen before, and it's very I, it is very dark. Uh, and, and yet now it's been exposed for for what it is.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't even know what to say. I will say this: Are you a part of the Freedom Caucus? I am. You know, between the Freedom Caucus and a couple of others that aren't members, like Louis Gohmert and. And Congressman Steve King of Iowa, and I really can't think of anybody else to be honest. They're you're the identifying
11: only my favorite members.
0: Okay, you're the only people that I care about that I really have any faith or trust in.
11: Yeah, well, thank you. Well, I, I feel I feel the same way. Um, there's a group of us. We we hang together very strong. It is the Freedom Caucus, and there are others, and and we we're trying to do everything we can to make sure that. The Republican conference um, is the conservative conference, that we move our Congress in a more conservative direction.
0: I think it may be time for a new speaker. I'll deal with this after the election, but I think maybe it's time for somebody that can lead.
11: And I want to be clear on that. My my tweet, I sent out a tweet, and it, 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 given the stakes of this election, if Paul Ryan isn't for Donald Trump, then I'm not for Paul Ryan. I want to be clear. That is an if then statement we need to stay together I need I'm trying to encourage all Republicans uh, not to flee at the first opportunity but to stick with this what is at stake here is bigger than Donald Trump it is it is the, the next 50 years of our country we're talking about the Supreme Court of the United States hangs in the balance on this election and if we don't do this right Sean the the Supreme Court could be seven to two, liberal.
0: Yep, That's how important this is. There, the there goes our country, by the way, Jim, and that's what is at stake here. Let me tell you what else is at stake. Tax increases or no tax increases? A president that recognizes radical Islamists or doesn't recognize? Uh, vetting refugees and taking in 550% more or not? Energy independence or not? A wall or not? Uh, education sent back to local states and communities or not? I mean, I, I have so had it with these pompous, self-righteous, sanctimonious, the very people, if you look at the exit polls in the primary, the very people that were responsible for creating an opening for Donald Trump, Republican establishment in D.C., because they failed at a spectacular level. You know, it's funny how they blame me. Hannity, you're responsible. No, I'm not responsible for 65% of Republicans hating all of you. You you did that all on your own. You own that. You did it. You built that excuse me to quote Obama, they built it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but you know what? I'm sick of them all. I'm fed up. They're the ones that yeah. didn't repeal and replace Obamacare. The only guy that stood up was, was Ted Cruz. The only guy and, that was willing to use the enumerated power of the purse was Cruz.
11: You, you are identifying why Donald Trump became our our nominee. And the, the whole the whole country knows it. And what, what's funny is that now that this has happened, it, it's uh, you've got liberals... Focusing like a laser on the on the failings of Donald Trump, and conservatives buying it. You have to remember who's who's selling uh, the negatives on Donald Trump. It's not conservatives. It's it's the liberals, and and then a lot of a lot of our colleagues are buying it, and that that's the problem here. That's why it's so important that every Republican stays united for the next three and a half weeks. Again, I cannot emphasize how important the Supreme Court of the United States is. If, if nothing else, be a Supreme Court voter, because that's, that's what we're all voting on here.
0: You know, every single Republican in Congress ought to be speaking out like you are. And to be honest, between you and Louis Gohmert and Steve King, nobody... I've got to give Jim Jordan credit. He's been speaking out, too. But and, and, the, and Mark Meadows, uh, I think, spoke out. But besides you guys, nobody else is saying a word. They're and not I'll saying one Trent, word. Trent,
11: I'll give Trent
0: Franks credit as
11: well. Trent Franks has been speaking out. Okay, there's six but, of
0: you. Name one more. But the, but here's the interesting Here, whoa, whoa, thing. That's six of you. Name one more. How many Republican members of the House? I don't know. I wish there were more.
11: If you look at what what Obama is doing, you've got Barack Obama, and you've got Michelle Obama, and you've got all the high, top, top people within the Democratic Party all giving massive speeches in front of large audiences on behalf of their nominee, and then, and then, and then you look at all the, the advocates for Donald Trump, and it's, uh, it's the Freedom Caucus. And and the reality is...
0: I think we uh, need a Freedom Caucus speaker. What do you think?
11: <laughs> it, it, that could be a possibility.
0: It could be, couldn't it? Because without the Freedom Caucus, I don't think Paul Ryan can win, can he? Uh,
11: it'd be difficult.
0: Difficult or impossible? Difficult because he'd need, de- he'd need Democrats to vote for him.
11: Well, it depends how big the majority of the Republican Conference is.
0: That's true, and if, I, but I don't if, think any of the Freedom Caucus members are in a, any political jeopardy that I know of, are they?
11: Oh, I yeah, there are. I can tell you a couple of them that are that that, that would be uh, that, that could be in trouble.
0: All right. Well, but you they're, tell they're, you they're tell doing. my staff, and if I can help those guys, we'll put those guys on the air.
11: They're doing the right things for the right reasons. Um, Scott Garrett is one of them in New Jersey. I, I love that guy. He, he is doing the right thing for the right reasons. Y- you, could even argue that, that he's nonpartisan. He, he's conservative, but he, he is, he is a solid, solid individual in New Jersey. So if there's a, if the, if your audience in New Anybody Jersey. Anybody else was,
0: you're worried about, just tell me right now. Tell us.
11: Uh, well, I think he's, he's the guy that I would, uh, I would I would give you right now, and if you can have them on your air, I would encourage you to do that.
0: All right, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, you Jim Bridenstine. I'm finished with I have I am so over these people. Done. All right, let's go to Bobby in Richmond, Virginia. Bobby, how are you? We're glad you called, sir.
9: Hey, Sean. Proud, deplorable here. And um, I, I just want everybody to understand this, this election is no longer about Trump versus Clinton or Republican versus Democrat. This is about the working people that make this country go versus the global elitists and their minions that think they're, it, that they're going to take care of them if they get elected. It,
0: this is all about globalism. Problem. Hillary wants an open hemisphere as the WikiLeaks uh, emails and speeches show. It's it's so exactly. much bigger. Listen, there is a real reason the media has turned so hard. The media establishment, the Republican establishment, the Democratic establishment, it, it's absolutely that. It's absolutely all of that.
9: It's shocking. It, it's, it's, it's really amazing to me that more people do not understand what's going on and, and how the, their freedoms are being stripped right out from under them. And, and we've all been a part of this. It, a lot of this has to do with, with the American people not standing up sooner. But it's too late. If, if she wins, it's too late. The, we we can't, the, America
0: is dead. If I, listen, I don't disagree. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Anyway, 800 941 Sean good call, Bobby. 800 941 uh, Sean again, if you want to join us. One race locally, I want po- point, to uh, point your attention to the New York Assemblywoman, a small business owner, attorney, running for Congress in the 22nd District of New York. Claudia Tenney is uh, with us. How, what did you lose by the last time?
12: Hi, actually, I ran in 2014. I challenged the incumbent. And I was close. It was like 50, 53, 47, something like that. But I was outspent by uh, $3 million to 180000 mostly my own. So
0: and I Nancy Pelosi is pounding a million-plus into your race?
12: Well, I, so I challenged him again in 2016. I won the primary. I was outspent another almost $3 million to about 200000 again. And I won the primary over two other opponents. I wasn't endorsed, but I won anyway. And now Nancy Pelosi is looking to spend somewhere between 3 or $4 million just absolutely smearing and lying about me, which is what I hear is what's happening across the country.
0: Yeah, pretty much is happening anywhere, everywhere. What do you think, if you did get to Congress, what do you think of the leadership there?
12: You know, I think that Paul Ryan is an improvement over John Boehner, but I think what I'd like to do is lead the way as uh, Republicans. We need to start standing for something and stop surrendering. That's something I've stood for as a member of the state assembly. I mean, we're up against it in the heavy minority in New York. But uh, when it comes to Washington, we really need to start standing for our brand. I mean, the emergence of Donald Trump is because we're not standing for our brand. And by the way, Donald Trump is actually leading in this assembly district or congressional district, NY-22, uh, which is not the case in a lot of areas and on, on the you know the majority of the polls, but uh, especially in New York. But he's he's uh, he's actually leading, and I think it's because people are just. You know they're just sick of it. They see our country going in the wrong direction, uh, and I think I've been always running against the grain. I don't get endorsed by the establishment. I've had to run my own campaign, pretty much financed by myself. Um, the NRCC or the, the National Republicans are supporting me, but you know, uh, but which I'm happy that they that they are. But but this is a pivotal. This is a really important race. We have a three way. I'm running in a three way. i have an independent, uh, self funding candidate. Uh, we have, uh, you know, both of my opponents are worth anywhere between 50 and $150 million, and they are capable of self-funding, and not only that, they've got Nancy Pelosi. They're both essentially liberal Democrats trying to pretend to be Republicans. In this Republican district, it's an R-plus-3 district, it's the second-most Republican district in the state of New York, and Nancy Pelosi is trying to steal this seat with millions in a smear can campaign against me, trying to call me a liberal and a taxer and it's crazy you know it's uh you know i've never voted for a tax increase i i My signature bills are reducing taxes, reducing regulation, helping our small business community, helping our family farms, and preserving them uh you know it's just this is uh it's just insane. I mean, the, the the extent to which they're willing to lie is just disgusting.
0: It really is. All right, Claudia, um, Teddy, we'll uh, watch this twenty second district of New York closely. And yeah. thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, Appreciate
12: Claudia it. Claudia for Com, by the way.
0: <laughs> okay, thanks, Claudia. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you know, I just want to go back over. Now you have WikiLeaks. You want to know how little the the your government, the Hillary campaign, Democrats think about you? Yeah. Well, you got the Clinton campaign. According to WikiLeaks, they're actually posting. Fake, sexist Trump job ads on Craigslist. You know why? Because they want you to think something about Trump that's not true. And what they're doing is they're messing with your mind. They're just like the old Soviet Union. They're just, they're just brainwashing you. Obama's known the entire time about Hillary's emails. And you've got to believe that his Department of Justice and his appointee, Loretta Lynch and FBI director are up to their eyeballs in covering up because he claimed executive privilege in this Hillary mess. Unbelievable. It just, every bit of this is slime. You know, Podesta asking Clinton lawyers, I think we should hold the emails to and from Obama? Well, that would be called obstructing justice. As I was pointing out all of this out before. And, you know, for all of the defense... You know, Michelle Obama's now out there. Hey, Michelle, what do you think about Clinton and their allies pondering polling on rumors that your husband used cocaine? A little blow, as he said. Or that, or exploring whether or not your, your husband is a Muslim. Does that bother you at all? Does it bother anybody that we now know that NBC is trying to threaten the democratic process by deciding when and where they're going to release things in terms of the tapes with Billy Bush and Trump? And they had it the entire time. You know, we have long secret emails. We got another blatant lie that probably the most damning information about the Clinton Foundation. And in fact, you know, the whole Haiti relief feeding frenzy. Oh, yeah, they wanted to give all that all that money to their friends and donors. That's how corrupt the Clintons are. Hillary poll testing, smearing Obama as a Muslim. Well, they, that's in there, too. NBC pressed to release the unedited version of Juanita Broderick's. Don't hold your word for that. And by the way, Michelle Obama's so upset about Donald Trump. Hey, Michelle, did you hear the women, Juanita, Paula, and Kathleen story on this program today or last night? You know, and what about the groper in chief, Joe Biden? I mean, the details in these WikiLeaks, no wonder why they keep dumping a woman a day. They don't want you paying attention to this. Doesn't matter if it's false. Doesn't matter if it's a lie. They were willing to take out Craig's list to to create the impression Donald Trump is a sexist. They'll say anything at this point. But, you know, emails related to a focus group testing people and their reaction to various attacks against Obama. The only candidate at, at a recent event not to cover his heart during the national anthem. Obama benefiting from a land deal from a contributor, which is all true, by the way. I told you all about that. You know, Clinton campaign chief John Podesta owned 75,000 shares of Putin-connected energy company. Whoops. I guess that's another big bust. Obama, you know, look at all the op research they did. You know, Obama was personally uh, negotiate with leaders of terrorist nations like Iran. Yeah, well, he ended up doing it. Now you're praising him for it. But remember, Hillary's take one position privately, another publicly. Obama voting against allowing people to use handguns to defend themselves against... They sound like conservatives. Obama's plan to raise taxes by $180 billion. That's Hillary's plan, over a trillion. Obama voting repeatedly against emergency funding for U.S. troops. Obama's father was a Muslim. Obama grew up among Muslims in the world's most populous Islamic country. Obama's ranked as one of the ten most liberal members of the Senate. Obama voted against requiring medical care for aborted fetuses who survived the procedure. This is all Hillary, by the way. That's not conservatives. This is Hillary. Obama supporting giving driver's licenses to undocumented immigrants, which Hillary now supports. Obama described his cocaine use, Dad doing a little blow. Clinton should be locked up, by the way. He's right. You know, all along, these facts exposed by WikiLeaks, just a small portion... You know, Hillary tells you the American people, or policy positions in public are very different than those in private. Now That's why maybe she lied about Benghazi and told the Libyan president, Egyptian prime minister, and her daughter the truth. And told all of us a big lie. You know, major contradictions. Clinton says she wants to increase the number of Syrian refugees by 550 percent. But WikiLeaks emails show that in a speech she gave in 2013 that... She admitted refugees cannot be properly vetted. Well, how do we interpret that except that she's willing to gamble with your life? Clinton now claims she wants a no-fly zone in Syria. But then that was revealed during one of her speeches before Goldman Sachs that she doesn't think it would ever work. You know, she's a champion of climate change, but the emails of WikiLeaks reveal she was unsure about supporting or opposing the Keystone Pipeline. She also praised fracking, which she's now against. One position publicly, one privately. She pretends to be a fierce critic of Wall Street banks, but behind closed doors, when they pay her 225 grand, she praises them and talks about how much she tried to support them. She said in these speeches that she'd supported open borders and open trade. We discovered in these emails the Clinton's team tried to use the Benghazi terror attack for dead Americans. To distract from her private email server scandal. Four Americans dead. And speaking of that scandal, all these red flags being raised after emails released today. John Podesta emailed the Clinton aide and Cheryl Mills. Well, you think we should hold the emails to and from the President of the United States? Whoopsie-daisy. By the way, from all accounts, they withheld them. There's a word for that. It's called obstruction of justice. Also appears the president knew about it, despite saying he learned about it from the press reports, because he invoked executive privilege. He lies, too. So the Clinton server may well reach the highest level of government. So what did you know, President Obama? When did you know it? It proves that their IT team, they use bleach bit for a reason. You mean like with a cloth? You mean like with a cloth? No, they use bleach bit. In the end, this all explains All of this suspicious, this questionable actions of James Comey, the Attorney General, Loretta Lynch. It explains Bill Clinton meeting privately with Lynch on her private plane for nearly 40 minutes back in June, just before they were deciding the fate of his wife. They they couldn't dare bring charges against Clinton or investigate this too much because Obama was up to his eyeballs. By the way, I suspected this at the time. I picked up one report that there were 18 email exchanges. I kept saying that that's probably a big factor, and it turns out I was right. You know, this would be the equivalent of Watergate if we ever had, you know, any type of real media. I'll get to that in a minute. They also confirmed and discovered that the campaign was tipped off by the Department of Justice about the release of information. Why do you tip off a campaign if you're not politicizing The investigative process. You know, they also uncovered more about the inner workings of the Clinton Foundation. Chelsea Clinton, God bless her souls, she spoke out against what looked like pay to play and corruption, and she was called the spoiled brat. Remember, keep in mind the AP reported that fifty five percent of the non governmental people that met with Hillary while she was Secretary of State were donating or pledging money to the Foundation. And of course, after the earthquake in Haiti, when a $10 billion in relief aid was being dedicated to the disaster while Hillary's State Department gave special treatment to Bill's friends, those that were looking to cash in, even though 150,000 people were dead. Clinton Foundation, of course, denies that ever happened. They lie like crazy. Then there's blatant hypocrisy, her campaign labeling Donald Trump racist, sexist, xenophobic, referring to his supporters as a basket of irredeemable deplorables and rednecks. Well, the released email shows that her campaign attacked and mocked Catholics and evangelicals. And John Podesta talked about fomenting revolution in the Catholic Church so they can inject their progressive values into the religion. They talk about needy Latinos. We can fix that with one easy call. Also, the issue of liberal support in the mainstream media. I've been telling you journalism's dead, right? Yeah, CNBC's John Harwood advising the campaign. New York Times reporter allowing the campaign to edit their pieces. Boston Globe, an effort to boost Hillary's profile. The head of Univision telling them how to attack Trump. I mean, CNN, Donna Brazil giving questions away. Chris Hayes of MSNBC being fed questions and then reads them. Unbelievable. Then, of course, the hatred of you, the American people, Clinton also said that she was far removed from the struggles of the middle class and that, of course, they don't want to use the term. She hated using the term everyday Americans. Well, that would be the people that get up every day and work so hard and take care of their children and are struggling more than ever before and pay their taxes and obey the laws and build all the products and services that we all want, need, and desire, and then end up giving half of their income to government. It is so disgustingly corrupt, abusively corrupt. It is, it is as bad as the former Soviet Union in terms of the level of propaganda. So, so beyond anything that even I imagine with journalism and corruption in government. But that's what we've discovered. I'm going to do what the media won't do. I'm going to lay all this out tonight on Hannity. 10 Eastern on the Fox News channel. All right, so I hope you'll join us for that. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter, in the Hollywood takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today.